0: Oops. Wrong one.
1: Whoops. I'll get it right here. <laughs> yeah, no problem. This, sh- this should have been live. This would have been awesome. <laughs> uh, it is live. or recording, but I can edit it out. <laughs> awesome. I
0: will be doing post after all. <laughs> well, what do you know? Hey, we'll make the bloopers real. How about that? Right. All right. Good hold start. on. Five, four, three, two.
1: The Okay, And with that, we start the Holy Duffer Podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, uh, Mark. And today we're going to focus on generally a generality about who this is for, and what we'll be focusing on going forward. Then we're going to go into our week in golf, and chat about that. And finally, our uh, main topic is going to be our tournament rounds and how those went and, you know, things we learned and the characters we met. To start off, uh, this uh, podcast is for all golfer, golfers, but especially older ones, both myself and my co-host, I know in, in our 50s, yet we're playing some of the best golf of our lives. Uh, we're going to be focusing on how to play golf and not how to play swing. We're not swing coaches. We're not going to pretend to be. And we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. Um, so let's get right into it and talk about um, our week in golf. And for that, I'd like to introduce Strollin, my co-host, and let's talk about what you've been doing.
0: Hey, Mark, what's happening tonight? How are you feeling?
1: I'm having a great day. I had an awesome, awesome day on the golf course. I know you did. I had an awesome day at work, but I had an awesome day yesterday
0: on the golf course, so Tweet. It, it makes up for it, you know? But oh, no, um, yesterday, I mean, we're going to be talking about these tournament rounds today. Um, but yesterday, uh, I played in a, in a match play, men's club tournament, team match play and invited along my brother to be a guest and be my playing partner. And I knew, I'm the lowest handicap in my men's club. I knew it was gonna be paired up against the other guy, Tim, that's the next lowest handicap. And then they paired, you know, another good golfer because my brother's a good golfer. My brother will hit the, the reason I brought him was like, dude, just hit the ball 280 yards. Just do what you do, hit your driver. So we had to use six of our drives, each of us, right? We'd use all six of my drives by the eighth hole. He lost four balls over a three-hole stretch.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, it was not <laughs> we lost four and three. So <laughs> but we you know what we had a great time. And, and that's the whole point of it. I think you know, a big part of what we talk about is maximizing fun. And the focus was on fun. I mean, we're playing golf in November. We're in Southern California, it's 82 degrees is gorgeous. I mean couldn't be too upset. So, you know, for me, that's what golf was really about. We had a lot of fun. We laughed at it. You know, what are you going to do? I played okay. Not super great. I mean, I did fine. I, if I was playing solo, I, I would have been happy with how I played properly. So, but, you know, anyways, but that's what golf's all about. It's for the 99% of us to play it, not for the 1% to play it on TV, you know, regardless of what people make you think.
1: Oh, totally. No, that's And that's it. Like, the fun of it. Like, I went out and had a lot of fun. Um, didn't, you know, didn't win anything. You know, no prizes, no anything, but had a blast. And you're right. It was like a gorgeous day. It was like 75. It was beautiful. It was at uh, Brookside, a great course in Southern California, uh, right by the Rose Bowl. Just awesome. It was an awesome day. Um. I actually was, uh, hadn't played in a while. I hadn't played a, a tournament golf uh, round in a while, so I was really trying to grind and get a little better uh, at some things that I'm, you know, stunning, stunningly okay at, like approach and putting. And as much as I want driver to be the problem, it's not, generally speaking. Um, which was borne out by the the round that I played, like it's pretty pretty impressive how we played. I played with an eighty-three year old man who shoots eighties. Wow. He's he's awesome. Right? Yeah. That is amazing. Yes. And yeah, absolutely. And we used a bunch of my drives, but almost all of his approaches. Wow.
0: That's yeah. where those guys shine, dude. That was the, the fellow I played against. The other guy says, you know, he's a, I'm a 10.2, he's a 12 something, 72 years old, has no elbows. He had braces on his elbows because oh, he geez. has such bad call for his elbow. Wow. Yeah. But he hit draws down the middle that went 230 yards. And, uh, yeah, you know, and I was, you know, playing solo against him. And with my brother who just decided to show up with his, I don't know what game. So anyways, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a rough day. Let we, we have fun. Do you have a beanie cap point. on, or was he just? <laughs> come on, man! <laughs> I don't know what happened, dude. I was like, he duck hooked him. He was slicing
1: him. It was like, you know oh, what?
0: And he was two way I think,
1: missing. I mean, that's horrible.
0: Yeah, and 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 when we get more into it, there was there's a story behind what he was doing, mm-hmm. and I and I didn't catch it, but you know. <sighs> I, it, when you're playing with a partner who is struggling like that, the key thing to me is keep your mouth shut about it. You know, and I did, I just, you know, I, when he hit a bad drive, I just, and he was usually teeing it up first. I just went up there and teeed my shot up and tried to hit a good drive. And I actually did hit good drives. My, my, I had a, a fadey miss. So I was losing some yardage there. It wasn't what my usual shot has been lately, Whatever. -hmm. But it it was all serviceable. I mean, we 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 hung with them. We just couldn't couldn't win a match,
1: right? And but that's what you got got to stay out of out of your partner's way. I mean, just okay. Be positive. Like just you know, we're gonna we're gonna take this next one. We're gonna do it. Be really positive. This is what my partner was like. I would hit I would hit this great drive, and then I would just forget how to hit an approach shot. And he would just take like a driver and hit an approach shot, you know? Wow. And it'd be beautiful. Well, he was, he didn't hit a driver. I'm exaggerating. He hit hybrid into some greens and just rolled it up. Like it was gorgeous. I was like, I want to play like you when I grow up. <laughs> when I get, <laughs> when I'm in my 80s, I want to <laughs> play like you. Yeah. Uh,
0: when I'm old, too late, we're old. Um, but yeah. Uh... It, it's funny, you know. It's just I think that's key, it, and and we just—it's funny. Me and my brother, we, this, we've been partnered up a couple times. We just—I um, don't know. We don't we don't play good partner golf. We we are just we always fall into this. We got two down, like within four holes, okay. uh, held that through the tenth hole, and went three down. And then got like the four or five down. And it was a struggle to hold them off. And they—I don't think the team we were playing was playing way better than us. We just weren't. We were, we were, you know, he just wasn't contributing as well as he could. And I was, I mean, I'm not saying I was playing my best golf and he sucked. It's not that at all. I, I, I don't feel like I can play my best golf at all, but I mean, yeah, he was like by the 12 holes, he goes, I can't remember
1: losing this many balls.
0: It's like perfect. It's perfect perfect it. oh,
1: day. That, that's a tough one, right? Yeah. You're like, they sell balls at the, at the turn, right? Yeah. Oh Yeah. God, so anyways,
0: it was a day we had fun. It's gorgeous, dude. Can't beat oh, it. Yeah. any day on a golf course, and I love, I love the competition. I love, you know, it, and I'm sure you got some of that too.
1: So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was actually a pretty easy breezy day. Um, it was probably the best way to get back into a tournament setting. Like a bunch of people I don't know, but it was just nine holes. You know partnered up a scramble, best ball, just and and it, we weren't playing with another foursome. we were we were just uh, a twosome going out. We weren't like paired up, paired up
0: interesting, really?
1: Yeah, so um, I didn't have a foursome there. I was just like, so I got paired up with with randomly with um this guy Frank that we'll talk about later. And we were like two singles that. So they' paired us up together. so we went people foursomes went solo out and we were just just a twosome just went solo so we played our game enjoyed the day like it was super easy like the the first tee shots like everyone's around but after that it was like and i mean people around like you know i used to get nervous about that i'm much better about it now but um it wasn't nearly as nerve-wracking as i remember it being I,
0: I would say uh, that was probably one of the best shots they uh, hit all day was off the first tee. I just went out there, ripped one right down the middle. I mean, with everybody watching, we were like the, the second or third group up. So that we had sold like half the men's club standing there watching. First, first thing, right after I hit it, I finished my swing. I hear someone yell from behind me, nice ball. And I'm like, that's cool. Because when I first started tournament golf, first tee was my kryptonite. I would shank them. Like top them. I would do it all. I got to the point where we get angry about it. So I'm like, man, I stink. Which started me on this whole journey that we've been
1: on. And, you know, yes. here the, we are. Yeah. The, uh, so you golf one, right? That's like, yeah. So, yeah. So, so you golf. Yeah. That uh, yeah. golf is a really that's, difficult game and you're not playing it well. <laughs> that's the, well, the question we're trying
0: to answer is the answer to that question. It's like, you know, complain, bitch, moan, hit the ball, land in the, in the Divot in the middle of the fairway and you know, oh, this is bull crap, this should never happen. and so oh well, so you golf. So how do you answer that question to a question? You know, that's kind of why we're here, right? It's like to oh. point people in the direction where we've gone and gotten better with and and open some eyes, especially people amongst our peers. I think, you know, Mark said at the beginning that this podcast is kind of for guys that are like us, and we just see what's coming with the younger people, what they're doing and what these coaches are doing that are coming from a new school point of view. Mm-hmm. And we see them bringing it along and we've embraced it. It's like there's low hanging fruit out there. That's kind of the theme of what we're talking about.
1: Oh, totally. And it's that, you know, the, 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 what, the, the tale of woe that is, you know, I hit it here. I hit it in the woods. I, you know, I hit, I hit into the drink, you know, those are all solvable problems that you don't have to have a better swing for you know what happens is people chase swing and they don't just do the basic things and that's what we started we started having we have those things and we we did those things about uh you know complaining about golf and then realized well if you just aimed right or pick the right club any a number of things to make it easier to play to actually play the game correctly and that's that's really what this is focused on is you know, just having more fun and playing better golf. Simply. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's the focus on fun and how
0: you can go play better golf and learn how to do that with really not screwing through swing too much and, and and picking off strokes. And that opens up more fun. My whole original goal when I started this whole journey of getting better was when I joined my men's club and realized I was not good. You know, it was like, wow. <laughs> I'm really, really, really bad. Oh yeah. Reality is smack you in the face. <laughs> everybody has a everybody has a plan to the punch in the mouth, My God. Um, but yeah, so whoops. Sorry about that. That was that was a just a little bit of a miskey. May have to edit that part out, Mark. <laughs>
1: it may have to happen. Or maybe we'll just be golfers and let it go. Yeah, we'll just let it go. <laughs> but that isn't that the
0: point. So anyways. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I realized, hey, man, I'm not good. And, and it's no so fun to be playing, even amongst friends, in a competitive atmosphere, and you stink. And then, you know, I got the golfing bug, and COVID happened, and next thing you know, I'm down a rabbit hole. And you find out that there's all this new information coming out that's available, and that, you know, Mark and I want to
1: share. Absolutely. I mean, I've gotten so frustrated to the point where i played a back nine with just my putter. Because it's the only thing, it's the only club that wouldn't piss me off. I'd tee off with it, hit every shot with it. And the sad thing is, I didn't score much differently. And that was one of those times I was like, well, maybe, maybe we need to learn something about this game. Because that ain't going well. Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: playing golf and like you said earlier, playing swing are two separate things.
1: Yes. And I've spent too much of my time playing swing and I'm really trying to embrace playing golf, which is harder than it sounds. It sounds simple. It's not. It does take some effort and and there's a lot of techniques about that that we'll go over too. Uh, But that's what this podcast is about. We're just going to be making ourselves better and you're going to come along with us. um, The listener is. And uh, so now why don't we go into our tournaments, our tournament rounds. Um, Mine, I can start off with mine because, oh, my God, I love my partner that I played with. Fairway Frank. <laughs> Fairway Frank is 83 years old and still shoots in the 80s. That's okay? crazy. How about this? He didn't pick up golf until he was 51. Oh, my God. Now, he was check this out. This is amazing. He was a competitive amateur tennis player. Okay, like he won tournaments. He re- when he was in the air force, he re- rep the air force in tournaments. When he got out, he would just play local tournaments. And he gets into this one, and at the last minute, wins it. And to when he won it, it was hey, you get to go to Wimbledon now, and play wow. at Wimbledon. And he got to play at the U.S. Open, a similar thing, in like a, against like all the pro athletes. It was, at the time, I don't know if they do it anymore, they did uh, what they call celebrity rounds. And he was a, like a high-ranking amateur. You know, he, he played his way in. And so he'd do all these great things. And then at 51, he was having trouble winning everything like he used to. And somebody said, well, why don't you pick up golf? And he cut the bug hard. And started Marshall at a local... The worst course. advice ever given. <laughs> I, I will never tell you to play golf. I will help you play golf. I will never tell you to. <laughs> You should play golf. <laughs> you should jump off cliffs with... <laughs> with, no, with no water to splash into.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, I'm was, sorry.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. It was awesome. So this guy's great. Now, he's 83. He doesn't hit it far, but he hits... There's a reason he's fairway, Frank. He hits every fairway. And he just fairways, everything, approaches. He can read a green like no one's business. Like, I was really impressed. Like, I, I was playing off his reads all day. I could use them on seven, Sunday. Oh, God. I hit a 77-foot putt with his read. No way. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, that, oh, yeah. That's I Just awesome. drained it. I know.
0: Wow. Right? That's this unbelievable, movie. dude. You should be, yeah. like, super,
1: like, fucking pumped. I was, I was, it was like. I, wanted I think to you need like, a round of yeah. applause for that, Mark. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just awesome. And then, so, you know, and then um, <laughs> the first, so the first tee, I had an, an okay shot. But it was under a tree. Like, it was down there. It definitely was a better advance. We get up there. And he's like, I hope you have this. I'm like, hey, I got this, Frank. I got this. I've been been working on, you know, having a low running shot because I get here a lot. I do find the trees. And with the help of a launch monitor, I figured out how to really just hit a low bullet. I hit this shot with a five iron just about three feet off the ground. Went about 150 yards. And he was like, that was the most amazing thing he'd seen. And I'm like, if that amazes you, I must be doing something right. Right,
0: right, you can impress a guy like that. This is kind of this. We're having the same stories because I can't wait to tell you my stories, it's hilarious. We're having the same stories because I had like freaking you know an Obi Wan Kenobi with me, too. (laughs) (laughs) These are not the shots you're looking for,
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But it was great, had a great time, he had a great attitude. You know he was helpful without getting in my way when I didn't hit a great shot. He stepped up and hit one. He was a great partner. like I would play golf with him anytime anywhere. He was awesome
0: that's a great dude, and that's the point, man. It's like the people you meet and the and, and the friends you make is you know yeah. half the reason you're out there, and it goes back to having fun. and you know it's so good that you remember the great shots because there's a lot of you know golf. Uh, Swing coaches and coaches will tell you that, you know, you, you need to focus more um, on the great shots and the good things that happen. Because as an animal, we're built to focus on the negativity. We're built to focus on things that, are, that in, inspire a fight-or-flight response. It's, you know, it's instinctual. It's, it's, be, it's, it's subliminal, and it's you know, something that is in our subconscious. I heard a great acrobat about that. Fear, false evidence, aggressive response. And that is something that is we, that we really should keep in mind is a lot of fear is worrying about things that are like beyond our control. You know, hey, there's water on the right. If you over worry at it, what happens? You're going to hit it in the water on the right. You know, it, it, instead, take control of the situation and take the water out of play. And now you don't have any fear about it. And now your 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 body's not going to subconsciously, you know, accidentally do something that gets you into that water on the right.
1: Right, that's totally interesting. You talk about that because one of the things that I stumbled upon this week was this. Um, he's the guy that uh, that helped Lucas Glover get rid of the putting yips, which I didn't even know you could do. But once you had them, you had them. They they don't go away. But he's, uh, he's a former Navy SEAL, but before that, he was a, 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 a D1 pitcher, prospect, and he was good, and he flamed out. And then he went into the, well, what do you do when that, that drink goes? You just become a Navy SEAL. Of
0: course. That's in the handbook.
1: Right. Well, yeah, everybody, right? That's the next thing you do, right? But so, oh, there it is. Be a Navy SEAL. Perfect. <laughs> check okay let's go do that Uh so so but what he said he said something interesting about and he was focusing on because he does help with pitchers he's not just with golf he's like what if you you know if you are up on a mound you're pitching what if you were 21 runs ahead like you were so far ahead nothing you do would would uh would change the outcome how would you be, how would you be you know, experiencing it? How would you be pitching it? And I thought of that from like a golf standpoint. And so when I was on the tee and when I was doing my best, you know, best drives, I just thought to myself, you're in your backyard, you're on your own tee. There's no one's around. It's a beautiful day and just let it go. And it was a wow moment for me. Like I just went, every time I did that, I did really well. And it kept it's, but it's that idea of like taking all those things out of your head and just being really focused on a simple action.
0: Yeah. Well, you're in the moment.
1: Right. You're
0: being in the moment. Okay. And and that is totally key. And when you do that and when you're in the moment and you're focused on just what you can control, it may, it may you, you've eliminated a lot of other things that are making your brain waves out of control. Right. So you're not, you're not like worried or or worried about not doing something which restricts you. You're more in the moment, which frees you up to to swing properly, make all those sequencing moves, and 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 do it the way that your your brain's intending you to
1: do it. So right, it keeps it a simple action. It's not you know what if it doesn't go well and these people laugh or whatever it is or whatever your fear yeah. is or what if. I've been hitting it, you know, I've been doing X. If I do that now, it's going to go there. Well, in the drink, whatever it is, or it's going to go in trouble. Well, when you think that, that's what you do. How about just pretend ain't no one around and you're just, you know, having the time of your life or however you you construct that so that it's just freeing you up to be natural, you know? Exactly. You
0: know, it's... I had this exactly happen in my round where, you know, it's like you'll have bad shots even though you have good intentions. And I was hitting the ball a little fadey, hit a bunch straight, still hits a bunch of good drives. We had to use so many of mine. I still put in some play. We had approaches, Um, you know, good approaches, 100 yards, 110 yards. Uh, My brother started complaining. Why we having these? Every every approach a hundred yards. I don't like this approach. I'm like this is my favorite distance. (laughs) 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 These are the things, you know. It's like older brother, younger brother, just knocking heads. Yeah. Um, Not that we were arguing. We were having a blast, but it was just like we're like, yeah, we're just not matching. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I was hitting this fade. So we get up to this hole. It's a dog leg right, out of bounds left. I've been fading the ball. I'm like, I'm going to aim down the middle, open my stance and shoulders a bit, open the club face a little bit, put the ball a little forward in my stance, and just swing like I have been. So not changing anything other than my setup. Mm -hmm. I hit the most killer double-cross freaking out-of-bounds hook. It was amazing. I was like, wow, I don't even know how. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. I'm like, I don't even know how. The ball went that way. I don't know what the heck I did. I mean, obviously I was coming outside in, to, in but I just closed the clubface. Yeah. And I got the I got the um, the old double cross. Only ball I lost all day, and I and I went up and I saw it. Is my one of my chrome sauces was right on the other side of the fence, like right there. And I was like, oh. That's painful. I know. I was like, that's sad. It's like, I have played two rounds of that ball. I, I love that ball,
1: but you know, it was good time.
0: <laughs> we were so close. Um, but anyways, yeah, that, that happens. And you just got to like, you know, move on and realize that's so you golf.
1: So you golf and you gotta, you gotta have a, a shooter's mentality. I think we talked about it. Toby Bryant never remembered any missed shot. If you ask him about, hey, you remember that shot you missed? No. Don't know what you're talking about. Or, you know, did Jack Nicholas ever miss a putt? Not as far as Jack Nicholas is not, concerned. Not under five feet from what as far as he says. He's like, Yeah, don't know what you're talking about. Because he doesn't remember anything like that. And that's part of being good at any thing like that, any sport especially, is if you remember the stuff that didn't go well, it'll tear you down. So they just yeah. just reject the premise that that ever happened.
0: And, and, and that is exactly the key to the first thing to learning to get better at golf, in my opinion, is having a short memory, forgetting about the bad stuff. And that's, again, like I said, a lot of golf coaches really say you should journal the good stuff. And I've been doing it. Okay. And then go through and read it, especially before you go play golf. You know, remember that great shot you were talking about a shot underneath the trees earlier and we were playing team best team match play best ball. So it was me and my brother were teams, like I said, and he hit finally hit a decent shot like on the 12th hole. It went around this water is on the left-hand side, about 240 ish down. And I hit a, hit a little bit of a, a fade, but I aimed down the middle and it faded into some trees about 230 yards down. But he was stuck behind like a tree, like a dead, big, dead tree, branch, you know, like three feet around. And then another tree that left it with more leaves and branches hanging down. And my ball was on the right hand side and it was behind a little knoll of a hill and underneath a like kind of a pepper tree that was hanging down. But there was nothing solid, you know, other than the hill, obviously. But the pepper tree leaves were just real light. And then it was After that, it was fairway running up to a back pin, big green back pin. No bunkers in front. One off to the right, but not even in play for my spot. And he's like, "I think we should play my ball." I'm like, "I'm like, why?" And he goes, "I think we can, we're, we're closer to the hole." And he says, "I think we shoot to the left of that gap through that tree, and we'll have a better chance to get it there." And I'm like, "Dude." We go over there and hit your ball. We're hitting at a solid tree. Over here, Release. We're under. We're underneath a tree. But even if I hit those leaves, they're not going to take. If you hit it correctly and hit it low, it's not going to take as much speed off the ball. You should be able to get through. He goes. Let's go look at my ball. All right, fine. Let's go look at your ball. So we go back. We look at his ball, and he's like, Ah, yeah, that tree's kind of big. We're gonna have to play your shot. I'm like, I have a shot for it. Relax. So we go back and I pull out my utility three iron by one length. It's the length of a seven iron. I choke up. I put it back in my stands. I hood the club. Two-thirds swing. And I just lean that shaft forward and bam. And I pop that ball out. It landed about 15 feet short of the green, jumped, rolled up, and was about 14 feet from the pit. The guys all the way on the other side that we were playing against were like, nice shot. Like, you know, and Brett was like, I can't, I guess I'm not getting a hit. He goes, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, you know, great shots happen even on bad rounds. And that's what you have to keep in mind. That's the fun part about golf. And so focusing on that, that's a shot I remember. And I know I hit that duck hook out of bounds, but I find that duck hook hilarious. I think that's funny, dude. That was, that was great. You see that, you know, it's hitting a fade all day and I hit a duck hook. Ha 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 ha. But the shot that I'll take away is that three iron shot. I'll tell everybody that story all day long.
1: Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the one you remember. That's when you go, yeah, like you know, that shot that I hit, absolutely, or that that you know, long distance dunk I did on you know, with on the putting green. Like that's those are things to remember. Not the fact that you should focus on. Yeah, well, that's how you also you have a better. You know, it's focusing focus on the your blessings, not your curses. You'll have a pretty blessed life, right? Exactly, exactly. So, another I got another
0: good story, and I think it kind of it's going to kind of drill in and introduce our listeners to kind of what we're about and what we're hoping to bring to them. Because it's going to be this podcast. You know, me and Mark like to talk and talk about our weekend golf, what's going on, but we also want to bring you guys some content that's for you to use and and get better it's one thing to say hey we're getting better and here's how we're you know doing it one three iron shot at a time but more giving you guys access to something as a listener you can take and use um so we get done with our match play and we get our ass kicked in four and three and we get on the next tee box like i said my brother was totally consistent he was like all over the place and he gets up there and a guy, 17 year old, 72 year old guy named Tim um, was like, Hey, he goes, the match is over. Right. And, and we're like, yeah, the match is over. You know, And he's okay. Hey. You know, Brett, he goes, I don't, I don't know, you know, how long you've been playing golf and I can tell you're a good golfer. He says, this guy's 72 years old, Mark, he goes. But you have a very old-school approach to how you swing the club. He goes, "Ever taught you taught you kind of the old ways, which, were, which was to rotate your weight around your back foot and get your weight back towards the ball and down and through, you know, and try to then get your weight forward. He goes, "The problem with that is is you're totally relying on timing. He goes, you're, you're all, it's all about timing. He goes, Once you get your weight outside your foot and you're coming back to the middle, you got to tie it perfectly. If not, you know, that's why you hit a 280 yard drive on the 15th hole, and hit two out of bounds on the ninth. He goes, Because you're, you're all over the place. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Yeah. I said, I didn't notice that. He's not using his back leg like a brace. And he goes, Exactly. And I'm like, Dude, this 70, 72, 72, year old guy knows about what these young coaches are teaching and i think my brother he's been playing as golf as long as i have i started at 12 he started at 14 he started essentially at the same time he's still that older guy that's still doing the things that he was taught back in you know the day mid 90s late 80s whatever it was and i think that's what me and mark are talking about this guy like. So he said that right away, and I was just like, dang. And I was like, I even miss that, and I'm kind of pretty sharp on it. But like we said, we're not swing coaches. I'm not trying to bring this in like we're swing coaches. It's more like a, an idea that we're talking about, that there's this new way of teaching how to play the game and how also to go after low-hanging fruit and things like that that are real easy for to learn and to knock strokes off your score.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that's so huge that this 72 year old guy was like, I know this. Now that it's over, now that we're not playing for anything, it's like, yeah, your weight shift is huge. It's completely huge. Yeah.
0: It's pretty huge. And it's like, and not a lot of people think it because that was the way it was taught, you know? And so those are the things that me and Mark want to talk about and bring out moving forward. We want you guys to start learning. All this new stuff has become available, whether it be, you know, low-hanging freaks, like mastering putting. Anyone can master putting. Anyone can master putting. It's, like, so easy to go practice on if you have the right technique. Those are some of the things we're going to talk about. You know, knowing your yardages, how far you hit the ball, smart targeting. You know, we're one of, uh, right now, probably required reading for our podcast, wouldn't you say, would be Mark Brody's book, Every Shot Counts?
1: Yes. Do you understand how to get better you have to first understand what to get better at exactly right and mark brody's book is like the bible to it um he figured out briefly he figured out how to quantify shots and there are some shots are better than other shots and it's surprising and most of what you think of you know about golf and trying to figure out how to get better is wrong i mean i think the only thing that we really Focus on anymore is greens and regulation. It's about the only thing, of, like an old school thing that we keep as a as a uh, metric.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that goes to tracking stats, and, and that's right. another thing that we'll we'll get into talking about, you know, in future episodes. Um, and, and all these things we're talking about are, are going to be whole episodes for us. But like you know, even you know, you can use data collectors. There's a lot of them out there. Um, we use Arcos. But there's ones that don't involve sensors, like the Grint um, Or uh, uh, there's another good one. The um, shot. What is it? The other one that's Arco's as a sensor.
1: Shot, uh, shot scope.
0: Shot scope. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you can use those, or you know, we'll get into also the value of the Tiger Five. No bogeys of par fives. No double bogeys. No bogeys from one fifty and out. No blowing easy up and downs. Essentially, no chipping twice, and no three putts. If you track those five stats, you'll get better. If you can improve those five areas, you can get better. That's right now. That's something you can write down and take to the bank. It's Tigers. So, um, yeah, I mean, those are the things with everything we've been talking about and our experience with tournaments and also with you know what we've learned over the last few years, we want to put it in a package that is good for you guys, the listeners, and you could learn from.
1: Yeah, it's I want to present all this information that we've gotten to and and have used to get better in something where you can just it just can come to you. You don't have to go searching for it. We'll put, give you all the information you you could ever want about it, and you can do as much or as or as little as you want. That's the great thing about golf. You can work as hard as you want or not. It's still golf. You can still go out and have fun, but it's more fun when you score better. Yeah,
0: and that was but what I was trying to accomplish. I was like. If I get to the hitting in the high 90s to, like, getting in the mid to low 80s and breaking 80 every now and again, I broke 83 times last season, first time ever, you know, 79, 79, 78, but I broke 80. That was awesome. I had more fun. It's like I was even thinking about, maybe I should go back to my swing coach and get more. It's like, well, how much more do I want? You know, I play you know, competitions that are competitive to my handicap. So I'm, it's not like getting lower in handicaps going to make that any different. What is what you're looking for? And if it's just to have more fun, I think listening to this podcast, learning about managing your expectations, learning about you know how you can go after low hanging fruit to get strokes like right off the bat, and shaving five or six strokes off your score, and having more fun and beating your buddies more
1: often—nothing better. Oh, nothing better. Nothing better because it looks like a magic trick if you haven't been you know, doing the deep dive that we've been doing. I mean, I play with people and they don't like, how would you do that? Well, I know things that any golfer can know, but I just have the information. And that's really what this is all about, is having that information for everybody. Absolutely. So,
0: Mark, any more thoughts on that?
1: No, I thought that was really good. I had a blast. uh, we didn't win anything, but we shot thirty five.
0: Oh, that's nice. So okay, well, I gotta ask you a question on that. so you shot thirty fives but you didn't win anything. so there were prizes
1: there was now, this was interesting. this was great. so this was they had a um uh the most they had a most honest golfer which was. <laughs> a tie between two people that had shot the highest score and then they had uh you know the guys that shot like you know 9 and 10 under and since it was uh so it was, the biggest uh, liars the biggest liars well, <laughs> <laughs> exactly and the great thing about that it was a church event people <laughs> like they're like they're like so where's the confessional we need to go there right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was awesome, uh, it was awesome. Uh, uh, oh, that is great that is great alright so no I mean I I really did have a great day with my brother as much as I've raked him through the coals I probably should never I told him I was going to do a podcast but maybe I shouldn't have listened to this one <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to the first one <laughs> the first when ones
1: we were on our game you just it, go to the it, second it,
0: it was. It is my older brother, so it'd probably be like... like <laughs> ah,
1: God damn it!
0: Some things never change. <laughs> no, they never change. All right, well, um, let's say we um, wrap up this segment and move on to the next, which is mine. Sounds good? Sounds great. All right, so basically I'm, ca- I'm, I'm calling this our opinion segment. So it's going to be free form, and we're just going to talk about what we think. And if it's mm-hmm. controversial or not, it is what it is. But anyways, I want to talk about match play, Mark. Okay. After playing the last two men's club and match play, I've really decided it's my funnest way. to It's my funnest way. I it's really enjoy it, it. No, it isn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, okay.
0: It's funnest. It's funnest. No. We're going to start um, saying
1: that every time.
0: Yeah, I said conversate. I said that earlier too. That's not a word either. So, I really enjoy playing match play. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, I think has the most juice to it. Whether it's you know two ball, four ball. So, but let me not jump ahead. I feel like we need to explain what match play is because even after the third hole, we had a group behind us in our men's club who would say. So we're not doing stroke play. It's like per hole play and we write down the score and it's like, and it's our third match play event of the year. It's like, wow. it's like amazing that people don't understand what it is. So pump the brakes. We are, you know, that's kind of what we're doing here is given hopefully new golfers that haven't had this information, the information. but match play is this. Each hole a match. So you play 18 holes. Each time you Either one team wins or one team loses, or one person wins, one person loses. After that, it's a whole new hole. First hole, one team wins; they're one up. Second hole, they're still one up. If you both score the same, they're still one up, and you go all the way through until you know one team has enough points accumulated before you know the round's over. So, on our round, we got our butts kicked four and three, which means, meant the other team was up four. Points with three holes left to play, and so right. the match was over. We couldn't score more points to tie or beat them, um, which then resulted in a fun dollar per hole skins game. But that was separate. Nice, but that's what match play is. I love it. I think every time I play it is so much fun, win or lose. I think we should play more of it. I think it should be more part of American golf. What do you think?
1: I think so too and mainly because it is it's such a great the great thing about it is that you can have a blow up hole and it and the worst thing that can happen is you're down a point like you're still competitive you can still do something and I love that you know aspect of it and I play with people that are better than me worse than me and playing match play takes everything out and we've had great you know things that go down to the last hole you know if you're pretty evenly matched and it's just fun and if you so what if you it's great because if you're if you're having a bad hole you just pick up the ball reset go on and i i mean honestly when i'm just playing practice rounds if that happens i pick up the ball i just walk along i might i just go to the next hole because it allows me to reset but i think it's great that way too like you don't have to have an 11 on a hole you can just go yeah, yeah i'm good you know exactly that was
0: our first hole i mean i actually hit a great drive and then um i ended up hitting a bad second shot and my brother i think my brother said his second shot it was best ball but he was he he went long and so we were short sided couldn't get down to the green you know total broke the tiger rules and two chipped and you know but they had played a good hole and they were on a regulation and putting a long putt you know we are it took us four to get on and we we're like we had a long putt because we were short-sighted and it was a downhill chip so we ran long past and yeah i would turn to my brother whispered him like if they get this and either of them get this putt any close we're conceding the hole and sure enough one of them put it within like two feet we're like okay and we conceded the hole and then the, the there's a par three next and the group was still waiting on the tee and so we all practiced our putting for a few minutes because that's allowed a match play right and this was a course that didn't have a driving range And never showed up like and within a few minutes or tea time and really my brother didn't get a chance to practice his putting so match play allows for that so we all rolled some putts around and practice and it's just like it's a different it's a different wrinkle to golf that i don't think enough people experience enough i know they don't because we're in the middle of a match play and the guys playing the match play don't even know the damn rules, you know? So it's like, obviously, it's not something that people are doing enough and are willing to do
1: enough to understand how fun it could be. I agree. I think it's, again, I agree with you. It's just super fun because, again, it takes the, the stroke play out that can really get someone down on their, on their round. I, you, you've seen people, you play with people that, you know, they're... By the, the seventh or sixth or maybe second hole, they're throwing clubs, and the, <laughs> you're you're pretty sure the clubs are going to go in the whole bags are going to go in the water, and they're going to march off because stroke stroke play can do that to you. But next oh, yeah. play, you're like, huh. okay, next hole, next hole. I was
0: I didn't care after the first hole. All- I mean, we're one down after one. You know I don't care. Now, I didn't know that my brother was going to you know have a rough day, and we weren't going to play our best. So. You know, but still, it didn't matter. You know, it's like, even that, you know, just being one down, it's one, 17 holes up to play. No worries. You know, right. we got this, you know, it, I think it's, I just really feel if you haven't played match play or you don't have a way to do it, find a way to get out there and give it a try. It's, I could not really recommend it more. It is, it is a fun way to play golf.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Um. And I don't, you know what, I don't play it enough either. Uh, It's not as, I mean, I don't think in North America we played as much as maybe in Europe. I think they do play that more, right?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, Mark Crossfield talks in his uh, podcast, uh, Hack It Out. He was just talking recently, a few weeks ago, about how, like, that's all they play. It's like growing up as a junior, you know, and you're playing for your county, you know, it was always match play against the neighboring county. It's just the way it is. And it's like, even he says it just mystifies him that, you know, it, it happens in college golf. College golf gets a good amount of match play, but, you know, only the best of the best get the D1 college ball, golf to play match play. You don't have every day, even high school golf. They don't they do not do it that way. It's 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 just different over there. And I think there's a reason why, our American teams struggle over there when they go into that environment where the crowd is so used to cheering on match play, and the players are so used to playing in it that you know American winning it, Americans winning in Europe is gonna be a hard thing, just because you know it's their game,
1: not ours. You know. Yeah, it totally is, and and it's a, and it's sad because it's so much fun to play, and uh, I I don't play it enough, and and. But I used to play it when I had a regular, like threesome or foursome. We would do that because you know it made it easier instead of talking about handicaps or this that. Just go look. We're just going to go play straight up. We're going to play. You know, we're going to play match, and it was a blast.
0: Yeah, it's a blast. So okay, we were very controversial on that one. Maybe we'll talk. We both agree
1: that it's a great thing, and so that was (laughs) tough. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk live golf next time. You mean the greatest tour there ever was?
0: <laughs> legacy, Mark. It's all about the legacy.
1: <laughs> yeah, but what about fun, guys?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'll
1: have to wear my Range Goats hat for that.
0: Oh, I need to get a Four Aces hat. I look you fucking dripping a Four Aces.
1: Right? Dude, yeah. I wore it today and no one knew what it was. No one was Um, like, oh my God. That's market
0: penetration, baby. (laughs) (laughs) They're winning. All right. Well, let's bump through the next one. We'll wrap it up with some uh any final thoughts, Mark?
1: Um, just that uh we're gonna have a lot of fun and we're gonna uh bring a lot of good information to people. Um I really enjoy talking about golf and learning about golf and getting better, and uh, I think it's going to be a blast, and and uh, we're really going to enjoy this.
0: Absolutely, and I'm glad we're starting this journey together because it's going to. We've been on it already for so long, and now we can bring some other people into it and hopefully expose them to some really good stuff, really good ideas. You know, this episode, me and Mark new going going into it, that it was just to be more about us introducing ourselves. And kind of throwing our ideas out there to see so you guys can understand what we're about, um, and moving forward, you know, it's just going to get better, and we're going to have more fun and really give you guys some killer info that um, and at least point you in some other directions where there's more info, guys giving info out like us. They're out there, and we'll get you all situated pointed towards it. be fun. Absolutely. So anyways, to wrap it up. Let's just go over our email plugs. We can You can reach Mark. Mark, where, where can they reach you at? At
1: uh, mark at holyduffer.com.
0: I'm strolling at strolling007 at holyduffer.com. Um, we will be streaming episodes moving forward um, on our YouTube channel, The Holy Duffer Podcast. Um, we also do all this right now on Discord. Uh, we'd love to have some of you guys come join us on Discord. Come on down, join the community. You can, we'll be doing, you can do the live streaming there. You guys can comment. We'll hopefully start bringing our community in through our Discord into the show. Um, we really have plans to have as many people that want to be involved, involved. And if that means bringing you guys into our show, giving you a segment where you can be part of the show and have a topic, and we'll respond to it with you, um, or it's as simple as, hey, you know, like a call in, like you want to call in and ask us a question, that's great. You can email us as well. We gave you or the emails. You can send us emails for any questions. We want to do a mailbag, cover that too. And um and the, and also subscribe to the pod. We're gonna put this on Castbox and iTunes to start. Subscribe, you get our new updates, our latest shows. And down below, I'll also put a bunch of links in the show notes on both those. So if you guys want to find us easily that way, we'll be there too.
1: So, Mark, great job. Yeah, that was awesome. And as always, uh, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. And that is a life lesson. That is a life lesson. All right, man. We'll see
0: you next time. Everybody else, take it easy. We're out. we I got allergies.